0: Hello, beloved sisters. It's your girl Marcia here. I am so excited that you have chosen to join the Real Sisters Real Talk podcast as we journey through the her story of our lives. On this journey, we will connect and listen to the heart and heartbeat of our sisters to transform and heal the narratives that have fractured our souls. It is my hope that as you listen in, you find fresh wind, fresh fire, and fresh water that saturates your feminine soul. Hey, my sisters. Today I'm coming to you to talk to you about our new our new series. The first one was the B word, brokenness. And we heard a lot from women who experienced brokenness on different levels, but we also saw the common themes in their brokenness. And I got to thinking about my own brokenness. I've had some experiences that, over the past couple of weeks, that have been really hard for me. That experience was rooted in love and being in love with someone and really not knowing how to reconcile that. And so I thought about, wow, not only am I broken, But I'm moving into a healing journey and healing hurts. I also wondered how how do I determine my brokenness in the midst of my healing? And which part is the hurting part? Or is it just that they're both coexisting together? So I'll let you know up front, my sisters, that this may just be raw and uncensored because I need to put my heart on the table. I need to put my heart out front so not only can I see it, but I can try again to find the rhythm of my own heartbeat because I feel like I lost myself in this place. I feel like that in the midst of the brokenness and the hurting and the pain, and even in the love that I forgot about me To me, hurting reminded me of the question, who am I inside of all of this? And more importantly, where am I inside of all of this? And I asked the question, why is it even inside of this that I had more empathy for him than I did for myself? Why did I feel like the well of my love poured more in his direction than flowing back towards me? Why was I apologizing for something that I didn't even do, trying to rectify within myself whether or not I had created pain or was a culprit to the problem? Why is it that I found myself feeling the gossipy and and, and that I had to be the defendant when I was really the victim? What was this quest that I was trying to search? What was the thirst that I was trying to quench? What was the pain that was driving this? And all I knew is that I was angry, that was the pain, that was the emotion. I was betrayed, I was abandoned. I was left uncovered. I was left at the side of the rotors and I was wounded. I didn't understand it. I tried to, but I didn't, I couldn't. I tried to reason with why and ask why to sit with me and. To just take time and talk to me in a way that I could understand. Give me some of that kindergarten conversation because it was so elementary to me at that moment that I couldn't understand it. So it couldn't have been any deeper than that because when it's something so simple, it's still so hard to embrace. It was at that time that I looked at my soul and I said to my soul, I don't see the light. I only see darkness because this has hurt me so bad. And then I had to ask my soul, why? Why did it hurt me so bad? And then remembrance came up and remembrance wanted me to remind myself because you did all of this. And I have to ask my sisters in the midst of because I did all of this, does the doing all of this really mean the loving of all of you and the loving of all of him? Does it mean that there's loving, the loving of both of us? Or was it just the fact that these were awards that I could put on the wall of my heart to prove that I was being a good sister? I know it sounds like that I'm still at that crossroads of him versus me, but I believe in order for us, even myself, let me make it more personal to cross to the other side of the street I've got to ask those questions of the heart. And yes, I get, to, I get to put those post-it notes on my heart and pull them down one by one. I'm trying not to answer too many questions at once while lying to myself saying I'm trying to have all the answers all, all at the same time. This bumble jumbled mess that I call emotions have just gone awry and I have my good days and I have my bad days and I'm just trying to figure out the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, the how of all of this. I sat back and I thought about us as women. I thought about me as woman and my feminine divine self. I thought about me as this precious being who is supposed to be the apple of my father's eye that I am the image and the likeness of greatness and goodness and all things good, but it felt like all things bad were coming my way. I thought about the fact that creation was spoken into existence in the midst of chaos. And the reason why it had to be spoken was because you had to speak orderly in your life. But yet I felt like I didn't have a word to describe the situation that was going on in my heart. The only thing I could do is point to it and say, yeah, that part right there, that part. As I had multiple conversations with others, Just trying to feel, trying to dig deep, trying to scrape around the crumbs of the bowl to gather something. I only found myself back at that crossroads of just saying healing hurts. But is it my brokenness that's showing up? Or is it the desire to heal? (sighs) If it's the desire to heal my sisters, then I must ask, why do we put the pain of others in front of us? Why is it so hard to see ourselves as worthy in those spaces of pain? Why do we feel apologetic? Why do we reason with the illogical, looking for the logical? Why did I find it necessary? Why did I find it necessary? to try to make good out of his part in this situation. Well, my heart was cracking. It doesn't feel good to say this, but I need to say it. I need to talk this thing out to hear myself in such a way that I've never heard myself before. And while I want to say, please forgive me, I have to unapologetically, unabashedly do this because this shit hurts. It's real. It's real when you look up and you look in the mirror and you saw his reflection before you saw yours. No, it wasn't that. I was trying to give myself up. I thought that I was loving and I was loving the way a woman should love, that I was loving in in a unified way because I wanted a unified front. I wanted our love to be displayed in a way that people would know that love is real and that it can be radical and that love can occupy different spaces. I wanted it to be a love story that would remind people that if you have something that you want to fight for, Love is worth one of those things fighting for. Yeah, I, I wanted to sit with him in his dreams but not lose myself inside of his dreams. But somewhere inside of there, I slipped and fell, and I got underneath his dreams. And they came, they were above mine at times. And I have to be honest and admit that because the first part to healing inside of the hurt is to be aware of my own my own flaws my own faults my own shards my own brokenness because sisters I have to ask myself that while I was doing all of this at what point in time had I made this declaration or this covenant with myself that he could be more than me that his pain could be greater than mine, that his voice could be heard over mine, that his identity could step in front of mine, not in a protective way, but an unprotective way. At what point did I tell myself that this was supposed to be what the good woman was supposed to be and how she was supposed to show up? Damn all of that. Because you know what I've realized? It's that's part of that multi-generational pain, that has gotten passed on to us. I remember when they, when grandma would say, what goes on in this house stays in this house, or my mother would silence me and my voice because the things that were going in our house were not to be talked about, they were hushed. And if you opened the door and you whispered any part of that problem, then there was a punishment that came with it. And so this generational pain has caused a divide within my own soul. In those moments when we are told to keep secret, that everything had to remain behind closed doors, while our families thought they were doing the right thing, they were setting us up for heartbreak at a level that we would never understand. So I kept things in this household. I kept things in my heart and I pondered them because I was told that's what the black woman should do. That was our strength. And attached to that strength was our story. What they failed to tell me was that that would also be my storm, that that would also be my struggle, that that would also be the personal separation from me and myself and my identity. What they didn't tell me is that that trauma would sit like a house being built on the inside of me, that that house and then that foundation of that house would crumble because the foundation that it was built upon, the, the actual tools that had been used and, and the actual concrete and cement, uh, that those things would finally crack. and And when those cracks occurred, And all of those toxic things and all of those secrets started oozing out. No one ever shared with me how to wash it off once it landed on my body. No one ever shared with me that the childhood trauma that stole my nose, that stole my voice, and that silenced my words would rise up in these moments to make me toggle between the best of me and the worst of me. No one ever told me that that childhood trauma would make me take on things that I ordinarily wouldn't have been a wouldn't take on as a woman who was fully whole. Ah, No one ever told me that brokenness is like a hairline fracture or like that paper cut. It's always on your mind. It's irritating. It's aggravating. No one told me that hurt would be the same way. I'm on this journey for a spiritual rebirth. And in this rebirth, I'm really trying to figure out the entanglements of me inside of me, my sisters. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on. I'm writing the words on the paper I'm praying, I'm crying, I'm singing and I'm shouting, but I'm still feeling empty. I'm feeling empty because even though I experienced some of the greatest hurt, I still find myself trying to tip over and peek into the well to see if he's still down there. Because love says he should be there love says that he should be lifted up. Love says that he should be supported. (laughs) Love says he should be forgiven. (laughs) Love tells you it'll be (laughs) alright. Ah, but love don't tell you that inside of it, it hurts. Yeah, that indoctrination of love is kind and love is patient and love is all these things wonderful somebody forgot to put in the fine print that love can be confusing love can be unnerving that love can feel like the greatest pain being injected into your heart and that when it's there you don't know how to disassemble that thing that's weighing on you to take some of the weight off to lighten the load i i don't know at this moment i i don't know and and honestly i can only continue to pause in these moments because what i've learned is that it's gonna take seconds it's gonna take seconds I'm learning that in this process of your own hurt and healing, that there are people who don't understand and their words can be so violent. And this, my sisters, was from other sisters. (laughs) I don't wanna get in that place where we bash one another because we live on the woulda, coulda, shoulda boulevard. I'm tired of those people tired of those people who says it couldn't be me because it could be you i don't know about you but i'm sick of those folks who feel like that when your hurt is you're going through your hurt that 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 they feel like the best way that they can help you is to remind you of what they wouldn't do never to hear your heart never to feel your words never to just sit and say here's my shoulder Nah They want to esteem themselves above you <laughs> They want to beat you lower than what you already are Feeling They want to take your emotions And they want to twirl them Around like it's nothing Because they They got it all together In the midst of you feeling like you falling apart I don't know what to do with that other than set them off to the side. I don't know if you call them a frenemy or just get away from me. All I know is that the woman's heart, while we may not want to admit it, it is fragile. It is full of love. But it's also full of those hard places. And sisters, I'm trying not to be hard. I'm trying not to have a hard heart. Because I want to see through the storm. I don't want to armor up. But I do want to guard my heart in a way that's loving and kind to me. I deserve it. And any other woman out there under the sound of my voice, you deserve it too. You deserve to love yourself. We deserve to love ourselves unconditionally. But we also deserve to be loved exquisitely. We get to be the embodiment of love, God. I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know, my sisters. I just don't know.